Equine health is our business, horses and education are our passion. Welcome to the EquiConnect podcast. Here, we will have case-based conversation and talk about interesting news and information with the goal of sharing knowledge, focusing on equine health. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the EquiConnect Equine Podcast, brought to you by McKee Pound Equine Services. I am Dr. Kyle Goldie. And I'm Karen Fell. And thank you so much for joining us today. We have a special guest, uh, Marnie Raymond. Thank you for joining us. Hi, everybody. Excited to be here. Awesome, Marnie. So uh, maybe you can introduce uh, the topic for our discussion today. Today, we are talking all things equine body work. Amazing. Ooh. Hot topic. Yes. <laughs> It's so great. So great. <laughs> right? Yeah. Edge of your seats, everybody. Awesome. awesome. So, uh, so Marnie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your history in the horse business? Okay. The brief history. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we better shrink this up. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm originally from Windsor. I moved to the area 20 some odd years ago, not to give away just how old I am. <laughs> I was a professional groom for dressage riders. And did that for the better part of the last 20 years. Wow. The last 16 years, I also incorporated massage therapy into grooming. More on the side, I treated horses that were mine and in my direct care. I wasn't providing the service to others at the time. And then I started doing it a little bit on the side. I then had some children. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. So that puts everything on the back burner. And then I started working for Mickey Pownell at the rehab farm, I guess it would be a year and a bit ago. And uh, here we are. Nice. So, uh, yeah, you've been in the horse industry for a long time. A that's, long time. Uh, that's, that's amazing. And uh, having worked with you um, a little bit, uh, not only are you a great horse person, but you're a super person as Thank well. You. So. I'm uh, curious, uh, what sort of training have you gotten over the years? Uh, I, I've, of course, there's a lot of on-the-job training um, sure. in, the, in the groom world. But uh, yeah, can you tell us about some of your training? I think grooming in general is like the best way to get to know mm-hmm. the horse. It's so all-encompassing of your life. You know, you eat, sleep, you breathe it. So adding therapy in to that for me was a natural progression. Mm -hmm. How do I take this relationship that I already have with horses and enhance that in some way, which is why I ended up taking the massage course just to see what I could do for my own horses. Mm -hmm. I call them my own horses because they are. Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) You're pretty well sleeping in the stall with them to make sure, you know, at horse shows and stuff to make sure everything's the way it should be. So I took the massage course for that initially. Honestly, it changed everything for me. It's such a change on the relationship and how you experience horses and what you get from horses. And so it just kind of naturally progressed. And then, you know, you take one course and then you hear about cranial sacral work and you're like, ooh, that might be something fun to learn about. So it all just kind of spirals and you're always taking stuff and you're always learning new techniques and tricks and whatever. So, you know, as much as we call it massage, there's so much more involved in the actual time spent with that horse that is so much beyond, you know, just massage. For mm-hmm. sure. Uh, tell us about the, uh, the massage training. Uh, so it was uh, two years when all was said and done. Any good course is going to take you back through anatomy and physiology. Sure. Yeah. Any course I take even now will always touch on that sure. first. So you always get a, a refresher in that department. 
And so we did the in-class anatomy and physiology, and then it all went to uh, hands-on work. So the woman who ran the course had her own farm with the horses, so they were like massaged all the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very supple creatures. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> they saw you coming and knew that like school was in. Nice. Yeah. And so we all worked hands-on with her for several months. To be honest, it was 16 years ago, so I don't remember how long sure. we were doing that. Sure. So after the written exam, we had a hands-on exam. Mm-hmm. And then you have 10 horses you have to do 10 case studies on. That's where the majority of your two-year practice comes from. It takes a long time to gather up that kind of horses and that kind of... And then all of that was sent back to her. She reviewed everything and uh, pass or fail. Nice. Here I am. And you passed. I made it. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Perfect. Good for you. That's awesome. Uh, Karen, do you have some questions for Marnie? Yeah. I was just wondering, we've talked about massage. What other modalities do you have under your tool belt? So I do PEMF therapy. A lot of people are calling it PEMF now because that's the cool thing to say. But that is is. cool. Okay. Okay. I did wonder that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Normally I say PEMF, but so many people are saying PEMF now that I kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. So that stands for Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. I'm sure you've seen it. It's everywhere now. It's pretty amazing. And I also do equine physiotaping. Yes, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Which is also, it's new. Mm Mm-hmm. It's making its way around now. People are testing it out and it's, I've seen some really cool things with it. Nice, nice. Anybody who's ever had it done can relate. I feel like if Mm -hmm. you've never, much like massage or PMF, I often encourage clients to try it while I'm there as well. I'm like, like, do you want to know what it feels like? I think that PMF is often confused with... Shockwave? No. Like oh, the Dr. Uh, Ho. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, tens. yeah, the tens, tens machine. Oh, yeah. Tens. Because there is a reaction in the muscle, but the feeling is completely different. Hmm. I find tens machines can be really irritating. You would think, oh, why would a. I don't like them no, at all. It's very, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, involuntary. Yeah, yeah. somebody, somebody uh, I think it was my dad, was telling me, oh, you got to try this out. And I was like, that's not for me. Yeah. No. And I can't imagine a horse would honestly comfortably Ooh, sit scary. through something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the PMF, uh, while it looks like the reaction is the same, because you will get a reaction from the sure. muscle, the feeling is completely different. And okay. oftentimes they, it's a relaxing for them. They okay. tend to tend to sleep through it. I actually haven't come across a horse yet. People are always like, oh, I don't think he's going to like it in the tubes. And I haven't, I haven't had a client yet. I haven't been able to treat. They really get into it. Great. And relax. It's really, it's really something actually. Cool. Yeah, because it makes a bit of a sound, right? Too yeah, when it comes it makes yeah. a it makes a clicking sound. Mm-hmm. But it's not louder, mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> they seem to enjoy it. Cool. They do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very good. Yeah. What uh, type of horses can benefit from these different type of modalities? Every and all. The thing about body work is it's great for horses that have a problem. It's great for horses that don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a horse that you love and you just want to treat it to something nice, please do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still going to get something from it. If you have a horse that you think is a bit uncomfortable or has been working hard, please do. Mm-hmm. They're going to benefit from it. Sure. And if you've got a horse that you've been working with a vet mm-hmm. and now you're dealing with compensation issues because it's been off for a suspensory or whatever, do it. It's going to help. I have a friend who 
I recently started going back to um, a physiotherapist, a human physiotherapist. Yeah. And of course, it's easy to sort of draw the comparisons but between the two. One thing that I'd forgotten about um, that is a, an, a sort of an essential part of human physiotherapy and that sort of school of thought is um, often, you know, there will be some treatments done and and some recommendations for exercises to be done uh, yeah. thereafter is yeah, that the, do, do you do that type of thing absolutely. as well and, and sort of recommend some exercises to either uh, strengthen or relax certain areas that type of thing absolutely and there's a lot of massage moves and techniques that i might say you know this is a good one for you to do yourself mm -hmm. and i'll explain how it's done so that they're doing it correctly sure. and i mean i would never give like a crazy in-depth Sure. Move, but I would say, you know, this is going to help your horse with what it's got going on. Yep. In between when I can come and I can be here. Yep. Or, you know what, maybe you need to do, it needs to strengthen its abs. Sure. So let's get doing some pole work and this kind of stuff. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> pole work hasn't worked for me so far. <laughs> my, my core. <laughs> you know what's funny is I kind of like zoned out for a second yeah. and I thought you guys weren't talking about this and I was like so happy that you are. <laughs> Got to work out your arm core, your leg core. Yes, core. All yeah, of the cores. All of the cores. The cores. Yes, yes. I got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, anyway, I mean, core work, it's important to talk yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, 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 for sure. Sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, including the equine core. Yes. Cool. Excellent. That, that's, um, that's very, very interesting. You brought up how you began working with McKee Panel recently, which is awesome. We're all really excited about that. Um, why do you want to work alongside the vets at McKee Panel? Well, first of all, McKee Panel has been my personal vet for 16, 17, wow. 18 years. So natural progression. In general, working with vets, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer. Our goal in general is to have a whole horse that is feeling its best. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means that the answer isn't always in an x-ray or an ultrasound, mm -hmm. or maybe it is in the x-ray and the ultrasound, but now we have this trickle effect through the rest of the body that if we want to bring the horse back to its optimal health, this is going to support that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I can talk to the treating vet, mm -hmm. and we can have a discussion about how to get it there, then I think that that's invaluable, really. Absolutely. Like really being a part of the team, like adding to the team for this horse, this this partnership is really amazing. And I felt kind of in past that having body workers was kind of sometimes people's dirty little secret. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It is a secret. I've been the secret. <laughs> <laughs> I have been the secret. The other woman. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You know, like uh, you're working on a horse and the vet pulls in the driveway and they shove you in the closet until they leave. Like, <laughs> been that person. Right. And it shouldn't be that way. Right. I yeah. don't, yeah. I don't no, know why. Exactly. At the end of the day, maybe I can help and maybe I can't. And I'm not afraid to say, I can't fix this. Mm -hmm. Sure. And even when I wasn't working with a vet, team behind me, I was not afraid to say, I can't fix this. Mm -hmm. So why can't I then say, but I've got this whole team of people and we can get together and we can figure out what's going on and we sure. can get your horse going again. Sure. So Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Really. It's just closing the gap really of the, of the team, just making it kind of more out in the open that this is the whole team working on the horse. And it doesn't have to be me. Mm -hmm. So if I'm opening up the door for any 
massage mm-hmm. therapist to be able to talk with a veterinarian and mm-hmm. try and figure out what is going on, then great. Definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. One thing that's uh, kind of a burning question for me is, uh, you know, we you have all these effective techniques that tend to be minimally invasive and, and that type of thing, which is great. Do, do clients have to worry about withdrawal times or rules for any of these techniques? Like, for example, are there any rules governing the use of uh, PEMF in competition? Are there any rules about uh, physiotaping, uh, massage, that type of thing? There are no rules. Perfect. How's that? <laughs> Get out there and do it. There are not. Right okay. now, it is all FEI sanctioned. You can use all of it. Even taping, you can see it, but it's perfectly legal to use. You can actually have tape on in a show ring? Yes. Is that right, eh? Okay. Wow. Interesting. Huh. You could. I, mean, I haven't read the real books for this year, but yeah, you can have tape on. Is that right? On. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's not performance enhancing. It's performance supporting, I'll sure. call it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And so, no. Get out there. Use right. it. Yeah. I mean, we're at the shows and we're getting it done. And It's, it's very interesting. I, I don't know if you've had anything taped before, Karen. I have. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. 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 I, I really didn't have much uh, person like myself. I didn't have much kind of faith in it at the time. Sure. I thought, oh, okay, cool. You put some tape on. We'll see what's happening. It, yeah. it was truly incredible. And I, I was a big taper for, for years. I was right, pretty right? high in yeah. competition and it, right, it really right, helped right. me yeah. through. Yeah. 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 It really just, it supports in a way like nothing else can. It's no. like having hands hold, like holding something together for yeah, you. Yeah. It's a really, a really good way to put it. I've had like a right shoulder injury uh, on and off, Nef- never like a serious injury, but just kind of a nagging kind of thing. Yeah. Over the years, at one point, I was seeing a physiotherapist, and they did a variety of things. But I remember one day, they said, uh, I'm just going to tape this for you and sort of let me know what you think. And of all the things that were done, the taping worked the best. Like, I just walked yeah. around like my shoulder felt like a million bucks yeah. kind of thing. It's so literally yeah, like it was someone's really coming with you all day long, helping you. Yeah, yeah. Same for horses. This year's a it's a tough time of year right now to tape because sure hair's falling out. Sure. But, right. <laughs> yeah. But you can get it done. So in the optimal summer weather, tape will stick up to ten days. They can go Is out right? roll in the mud. You can hose wow. it off afterwards. Like it, wow. it, okay. it, uh, it will last. But right now, because coats are falling <clears throat> out so much, it's it you know, you might get a day or two sure. out of it. Sure. Still worth doing, but what would you say are the most common areas to tape? Yeah. Back. Back. Okay. I find it's a really great support for the back. And there's so many different ones you can do. Low back, if, you know, if the entire, can I use big muscle groups, but longitudinal sure. dorsi is, is tight and sore because it tends to get, we sit on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it tends to get sore or a saddle's not fitting right. I would tape back, wither, low Interesting. back. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The thing with taping legs is when a horse's leg is injured, you, you want to wrap it up with a bandage. Mm-hmm. Right. Which kind of defeats the purpose. Right. Because yeah. tape is supporting on its own. I sure. see. Mm-hmm. And it's pulling the tissue open wide so that you can get more blood flow in there. To put a wrap over top of that, bit counterproductive. Sure. So sure. it's tough for people to make a call, you know. What do I do? Do yeah. I tape it or do I wrap it? Yeah. That's a personal choice. Sure. For sure. But backs, pulls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd be, I tape a lot of pulls. Huh. Interesting. Just for that support. 
Stifles? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can see that helping. You ever you ever had a case of um like a upward patellar fixation that was that benefited from from taping, like a, a stifle that would slip or anything yeah, like that? Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. There's like eight different ways to tape a stifle. It sure. just depends on yeah. So I mean, when I know I've got an injury, that's another thing why it's so great to have a vet team to help you because we can talk out how I want to tape a specific injury for a specific mm-hmm. horse mm-hmm. and what's going to work and how they're going to react. And then I can go home and flip through some books and try and find what yeah. I think is going to be the most supportive. I've got an experiment, though. I think it would be kind of cool to do like a internal blister, you know, like a, to blister a stifle and then tape it, you know, to really try to oh, support yeah. things and yeah. tighten them up a little bit. Absolutely. I, I feel like it could be very interesting. You just tape everything and be like, yeah, this is where yeah, you need to be. this is where we want it to stay. And then, <laughs> yeah, it could be interesting. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even old scars. Sure. So anybody who knows anything about fascia, basically it's everywhere in the body. Sure. And when fascia is interfered with or injured, it can affect the rest of the body. So it'd be like in your head, pretend you've got like a bodysuit on and then you grab a piece of it and all of a sudden it's, like super tight on the rest of your body. You can feel mm-hmm. it pulling. That's kind of how fascia works. So you can tape scars to help release mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. help oh, that okay, fascia yeah. all line up again underneath. And I mean, to be surprised, hmm. nobody thinks about scar tissue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just scarred over and it's healed. But right. underneath of that, you've got a world of things still going on. Right. So yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you tell us some more about uh, PEMF and uh, some cases that you've found, let's say some cases that you've found to be particularly rewarding? I find it's really supportive to massage in my practice right now, just mm-hmm. because okay. it does help relax and get the blood flowing and get mm-hmm. the juices flowing through the cells again. That's been my experience with it. Okay. So a particular appointment might go as follows you administer a PEMF treatment and then perform massage? I actually massage first. Oh, okay, okay. And the reason I massage first is because I like to have my hands on to feel what's Mm. going on. Sure, sure. Before I put the PEMF on. Sure, okay. And then I guess um, after you've done the massage, you could be a little bit more targeted as to where you're going to administer the PEMF? It gives me a bit of an idea where I want to focus. Sure. I mean, I still do full body, but it can help guide me a little bit where I want to go and where I want to get into and what might need a bit more or less. Sure. Yeah, it just gives me a bit of a roadmap. Sure. Yeah, that's an interesting way to, to think about it mm-hmm. because otherwise you're doing full body, which is still great too, but to have the knowledge of having the massage first would be great, yeah, to target those more specific areas. I do like a baseline. Even if somebody's interested in just getting PEMF, I try to just run my hands over first to get Mm -hmm. an idea. Just a quick. Sure. Yeah. Palpation. At some point, it's your exam. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm thinking is it's kind of like, you know, I'm thinking of vet exams as as you go, you touch the horse all over, it gives you your baseline, and then you go kind of from there, which would be... Absolutely. Even as far as baselines go with massage, if somebody's interested in getting massage as a regular thing for their horse, I always recommend a second treatment within two weeks so that I've touched the horse once and 
touch it again close together mm-hmm. so I can figure out what's normal for your horse and what is something that... Sure. Because everybody's got something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those somethings might be there forever. Right. So I need to be able to establish that for myself so that I know when I'm dealing with something that is your horse structurally mm-hmm. and something that we need to pay closer attention to. Yeah. Which is why I like... I love PEMF, but I love my hands. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Fair fair enough. It's it's interesting. I for for lameness things, I I find it amazing how useful my hands are yeah. uh, for for diagnosing so many things because there's a lot of subtlety that gets missed even even just watching a horse trot and, yeah. and stuff like that, there's a lot of things that that can kind of go by the wayside because there's so much compensation that happens and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, experienced hands are really an invaluable thing. I And you've probably experienced this too, Marnie, where you'd love to point out to a client what you feel and they just can't feel it. They can't. It, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I have the same experience trying to... Uh, show somebody stifle effusion or digital pulses and yeah. and that type of thing. People just can't feel it because they're they're not used to being that tactile kind of thing. And uh, and not only that, but feeling those specific tissues, yeah. um, right? And what is what is normal? What's what's a variation of normal and stuff like that? So yeah, it's it's really really interesting how how we rely on our hands and what your hands are feeling is different um, than what my hands feel because we have different training. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. They're all complimentary and everything like that. But yeah, in, in many ways, like you went to school for two years <laughs> yeah. to yeah. learn how to Absolutely. use your hands, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, you know, after two years, it's 16 years of just having your hands on horses Absolutely, all yeah. the time. And yeah. I still feel new things and learn new techniques all the time. And sure. they're telling yeah. me different things and, and it, ultimately comes down to listening, mm-hmm. which sounds crazy because they don't talk. But I spend half my massages with my eyes closed sometimes because mm-hmm. I just have to listen. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's so beautiful. Mm. <laughs> it gets oh, me great. all like emotional. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's just something that you share and you, and it's a language and it is a language, which you can appreciate yeah. what's going on under there. Yeah, I get it. That's that's Getting really in cool. And tuning in and having that kind of moment with whoever your client has to be is pretty sure. awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, absolutely. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, and you're really building a, a relationship, I imagine, over time with the horses that you're treating. Yeah, it, it, they see you coming and they start to, oh, I mean, she <laughs> only comes here for one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not a secret anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so everybody starts to, oftentimes the neighboring horses settle into it too it's pretty interesting oh that are watching yeah. as mm-hmm. you're doing the the treatments very As, cool particularly with pemf you'll find that they move closer to the to the machine yeah that's cool animals have very big electromagnetic fields horses so because they're so much bigger than ours the pemf machine can reach them when they're standing nearby oh that's cool yeah i remember learning uh in some some lecture about stray voltage yeah, and how, you know, sometimes you'll have animals that won't go through a certain doorway yeah. or something like that and you can't figure it out at all. And it's because you've got literally stray voltage running from one Whoa. electrical outlet or yeah. something like that and they can sense it and we can't. And they're like, 
danger. <laughs> you know, I'm not going through here. But yeah, yeah, that's that's even if I use my machine on people, the setting is much higher than on a horse. Oh, is that right? Yeah, eh? okay. it's much yeah. lower when yeah. you're doing a horse than it is on people. And in fact, people people often can't even feel it from what I put on a horse. So I can put it on a horse and get a complete reaction. But if I put it on a person they oh, don't isn't that feel something? it at all hmm. yeah that's weird hmm. to like comprehend because i feel like we're so much size-wise smaller so you would think that it would be yeah. the opposite like it's weird to actually think about that yeah. and you think oh their muscles are big we might need to crank it up but it's yes. quite, quite the opposite because it is their electromagnetic field that you're right. getting I think my electromagnetic field is closer to the size of a horse. It's only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> just start I've, this far away. I've been working out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am totally kidding. And if you saw me, you would agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's too funny. Could you tell us a story about an amazing experience you have had working with a horse? I mean, where do you begin? <laughs> yeah, there's probably a lot. I think every horse is an amazing experience. They're also different. I would say my very first paying client, and not because he was paying. <laughs> he, so he was old. He had no eyes. It was completely palliative. I would go out there, and she always had him on the lawn grazing. And he had a seeing eye pony. I think her uh, name was Jasmine. Like, this was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they just kind of followed each other around the yard, but he would hear my car pull up and do this little like sideways head coughing whenever I came, <laughs> whenever I came walking. And I think just providing like an hour of mm -hmm. comfort to this animal was like what really sunk this whole thing yeah. in for me. Oh, I was like, great. how yeah. amazing is that? I'm not here to help it go in the show ring and I'm not here to make it perform better i'm just here to make it feel really good yeah that's mm -hmm. great and it made me feel really good nice. so i would say that was uh more heartwarming kind of you're doing what you're supposed to be doing kind of moment absolutely mm -hmm. they're all special beautiful oh that's great there's a misconception out there that a horse requires so much time off after a massage so i think people are reluctant to get them because i've heard this a lot the truth is you, you can ride them after sure, having a massage. Sure. Yeah. So I don't want people to be afraid to book because their horse is having a lesson in two days. Sure. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. That's a really good so point. So don't be afraid just because. And also, like, I don't know if they feel like they need to be there because they don't need to be there. Okay, sure. Because that's another thing. Oh, I work during the day. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, because you guys show up with text and there's barn. I mean, as long as I know where the horse is and, it, you know, if it's going to be safe for me to mm -hmm. sure touch it everywhere or whatever then yeah. great yeah send that's me great. in that's yeah. great okay no that's a really good point that's a really good point send me in yeah i feel like people just back off a bit well, yeah the truth is enough. it comes down to feel again you yeah. know your horse get on it the next day and if it feels like it needs to be stretched out stretch it out take yeah. it for a hack yeah you know, don't jump it over a six foot course please but yeah. you can still ride it the next day. yeah i kind of say the same thing about vaccines right yeah, but if it's fine, it's fine. It, 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 you know, like I, I, I know for myself, if I go and get a vaccine, I go right back to work the next, uh, you know, right. within 20 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes my arm hurts and sometimes it doesn't. Right. right? right. You know, my a famous quote from a dear friend of mine, motion is lotion. No doubt. Yeah. One of my favorites, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, exactly, and I and I I'm a big believer in that. Um, like I don't even personally, I really don't feel like 
um, rest is the answer yeah. for, mm-hmm. for so many things. It's it's about so often it's about yeah. strengthening things. Please move. It, you know Please what I get mean? The blood flowing. Your pain is almost exposing yeah. your weakness and not your overuse. It's overuse because you're expecting too much of tissue that isn't adapted well. You know what I mean? So like I remember one time a few years ago, I did a bunch of hand floats on uh, on horses. I think I did 10 in two days or something like that, which, you know, by the standards of yesteryear, that's that's nothing. Yeah. But if you don't do them on a regular basis, it's all kinds of weird muscles and stuff like that. My shoulder hurt for weeks after. Yeah. I, I had to sleep in a chair. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's not because I'm not strong. It's because you don't do that. You, you know what I mean? And uh, and and so it's it's very much the same thing with with these guys, you know. Figuring out what needs to be strengthened is often Absolutely. A, a, big, a big part of it. You probably woke up in the morning and it was horrible. Yeah. And then you got blood flowing and started moving through the 100%. day and things are... 100%. Because yeah. motion is lotion. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, 100%. Oh, yeah. The number of times in your, in your lifetime where you've woken up feeling terrible and you get up and move... 20 feet and you're like, oh, um, I'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, I will say this though. If you're going to ride the day of, I prefer before. And that's just because it makes my job easier if the mm-hmm. muscles are warmed up before oh, sure, I get sure. there. Yeah, so yeah. by all means, if you can ride before I'm there and then we do the treatment. But the next day, get on. Sure. Nice. Nice. That's Take great. it easy a little, but you yeah. know, you know your horse. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to... They're not all the same. So sometimes I'm going to treat a horse and they might not feel great for two days. Right. If you've ever had a massage, I think you can relate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are a little store. Things are kind of moving into the right place again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's a lot going on there. Some horses feel like a million bucks right afterwards. So, you know, if you're coming into show season and you know your horse yep. and it takes a few days before he feels great, then just think about that when you're scheduling it. Don't avoid sure. it. But if your horse feels, you know, like a champion afterwards, bump it up. Just just nice. know your horse. Uh, that's brilliant, Marnie. Well, uh, folks, if you're anything like me, you're very impressed by Marnie Raymond and you would like to take advantage of the services she has to offer. So uh, if you are interested please don't hesitate to call McKee Panel Equine Services in Caledon. Uh, Marnie works out of our uh, reproduction and uh, rehabilitation center. Between Marnie and, uh, and our regular veterinary team, uh, we'd be happy to help you out in, in any way possible. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Marnie. Yes, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. This podcast is not a substitute for regular and emergency veterinary care. Our purpose is to inform and educate horse people not to diagnose and treat medical conditions without a valid veterinary client-patient relationship.